Plants, the lungs of Mother Earth. They provide all us air-sucking creatures of the world with oxygen, which is one of four vital substances we need to live. The other three, of course, being sun, water, and that milk-like substance from Double Dare. But did you hear that now plants is also food? That is, if your Ruski long hair believing peasantry brings the pleasantries of a communal utopia because of course you would think so highly of corn and artichoke. <laughs> but lucky for you, listener, I'm one of those long hairs mowing down on hunks of soy because food intake is the only thing I can control in life. <laughs> oh boy, plants truly are a wonder fruit and an umber snooze. What? can't they do? Well, that's easy. They can't be a stand-in for your dead mother or your crushed daughter or an impactful plot point of any kind, no matter how hard Toho desperately tries to capture it on screen. Speaking of things desperately trying, my name is James. I'm Nicole. And welcome to 2021's Mecha Godzilla Double Feature. We're on the road to can we do the Mecha Godzilla double feature together? We're on the road to Mecha Godzilla. I guess that's I the intro. All right. Oh, guys, my skin crawled and I dry heaved for maybe five minutes yesterday because I, it's the worst thing imaginable guest and co-host or host. Oh my God, she's host now. She just, you threw to the throne. Uh, I'm an alien going to take over your body. Oh my God, I've been body snatched. I, w I would love to be body snatched by you, Nicole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we moved into a new apartment. I went to the bathroom and this is, it happened, it's maybe happened 10 times in my life. It is one of the worst things about being vision impaired. Take off my glasses. I used to shower with my glasses on because of this. Maybe I need to get back to it because I used to live in a basement down by the river. Actually, it was kind of down by the river. It was by marshlands. I was born on a freeway. <laughs> <laughs> by the mayonnaise farm. <laughs> These are jokes that stand up that no one has ever heard. Uh, yeah, so exclusive. Good. <laughs> inside joke between me and James. Tim Thomerson. Just look Tim Thomerson stand up. You'll find it. So. Okay. Or don't. It's bad. <laughs> it's funny, though. I got to see it. Yeah. <laughs> so. I go in and I like push my foot down and then it feels weird. Then I go up. I look down and you blurred. You step. Uh, I, step. What? <laughs> what did I say? You said push my foot down. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. You so, just like, step. No, uh, you push it down. Like <laughs> you, I feel in my mind, this is where Drive it's going. the foot. Yes. Into the okay. Got yes. it. Into the tub. I pushed my foot into <laughs> and I feel something that isn't a tub. And then I look down and I see something scurry away and I'm like, ah! 
I freak out. I'm like, Nicole, you have the glasses. I'm freaked out. I start dry heaving because I think it's either a bug or it's a little mouse, which if it were a little mouse, I would have felt so bad because I would have crushed this little guy. With your full weight. Yes. <laughs> well, it wasn't full weight. Remember, I'm just pushing down on the ground. Okay. Not, I'm not stepping like some okay, sorry. Neanderthal over here. Sorry, sorry. So... Nicole's like, oh, I, I think it's a roach or some type of beetle. We're not positive what it was. It was definitely a cockroach. Oh, don't tell me that. But I was like, Hurr! James Hurr! is just in denial. Luckily, we already had exterminator. Vision impaired. Yes, I am very vision impaired. Luckily, we already had the exterminator schedule because we had a fly problem in this new apartment which i think was, it was just bad like it was. we killed 40 flies in like 24 hours a whole squadron of them yeah yeah <laughs> i think it's just because when we were moving we had a we had the door open for a long time i don't know well we haven't seen a, a lick yeah, of a fly it was fucking sense. weird it was just that one day that there was a bunch and no longer They've been eliminated yeah. yes eliminated oh my god only if we had recorded me dry heaving eliminate could have remixed that into an edm song nice. yeah so exterminator came sprayed everything we i also purchased spray which nicole was like is that spray good for pets and i didn't want to be crass or untoward mean oh, towards crass. nicole to say so you're gonna say it now yes i was Publicly, going to say so yes. i can't Outlash, lash out. <laughs> I mean, it's just mean towards socks. I guess it's. Oh if my it, god! What are you? <laughs> if it's pet safe, it's also pest safe. That's what I think. Oh, in I my thought you were gonna say good riddance <laughs> to socks. At least you could say it was a slogan. Yeah. <laughs> he's saying it's a slogan. But guys, are you saying he's a pest? Uh, no, I mean sometimes he is. Yeah. He uh, he. But he's cute. You know when you're like, oh my god, I can't have my feet off the end of the bed or a demon will pull me down into hell sure. socks does that yeah <laughs> in the middle of your he REM is a demon sleep. though yeah <laughs> it, with this cat i cannot have rem sleep unless i got high before i went to bed makes sense he's constantly scurrying around but nicole we 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 gotta introduce our guest yeah you've heard him mm. speak and i forgot to ask how to intro the i forgot to ask our guest how to intro them but we're we're just gonna intro him you, you know him up. from twitch you know him from twitter he's a name that we scream in the apartment just sometimes Chungus. it's chungos chungos that's right hell yeah go with the z at the end Chungos, have have you experienced a pest problem before? Yeah. Uh, people talk about, like, you know, circle of life. Like, with Lion King, all animals have their place. And ants have their place, but uh, their place is not with me. Yeah. Ants, <laughs> ants are just, like, an infinite army that always have to be dealt with. You know what I mean? Like, the, the battle never stops when it comes to ants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had uh, two separate occasions, but... I had a cup with soda in it. Um, specifically, it was from Burger King, if that matters at all. It does. And <laughs> it had a, I think it was a red drink uh, in it. So uh -huh. probably a Fanta. I left it overnight on a desk. And, you know, that uh, mid-sleep dehydration, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So I reach for the cup. And it's important. Um, there, I'm using a red straw for the red drink. No. <laughs> And Oops, all ants. <laughs> it, it's in the middle of the night. Yes, um, it's dark. 
I, I slurp the straw and then I'm just bombarded, you know, a stream of ants. No. And I have, to, I have to run to the bathroom, wash my mouth. And, you know, that's, you know, I used to consider ants part of the circle of life before that. But after that, that's when the, the eternal battle <laughs> began. You know, just use a, I use a repellent. Yeah. What kind of repellent you use? If I had to guess the name, I probably wouldn't be able to, but. Is it an all natural or a chemical? More than likely a chemical, okay. I would say. It was like a jug, kind of like the size for like when you buy motor oil. Okay, yeah. okay. And it, and it had a motorized um, sprayer, like oh. a, a hose connected, okay, and damn. then you would hold the trigger. Not fucking around. Best uh, product for getting rid of those guys. And Hell yeah. And I mean, we would we would clean the house and, you know, vacuum the floors and wipe things down, but we would go crazy with it. Like we, uh, when they say give a generous amount, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the spirit of generosity with that um, repellent. So that's how I feel. That was my best problem. And that's how it was at the trailer. Nicole and I lived at, but Nicole didn't live at it during this part. Ants would come down from a tree. That's, this is my guess because it's the only way they could get in this way. They'd come down from the tree Onto our roof. The roof had holes in it. Uh, the person who owned this place did not take care of it. Shout outs mm -hmm. to Brandon. Uh, big, big ups, Brandon. <laughs> and from the ceiling, ants would crawl on the ceiling. And it was uh, apocalyptic. <laughs> A cataclysm. <laughs> yeah. I did not enjoy it. It was all bad. Never good. Bad, but marvelous. But I, I I think I'm glad we're getting like it sucks that we just moved in and we like there's flies and then this undetermined bug in the mm -hmm. the bathroom. But it, I, I'm glad like we're nipping this in the butt right now. The ICM needs to get over and repair some stuff that they were supposed to have repaired before we got in, which is a leaky faucet. Yeah, the fucking reason we yeah. have a goddamn cockroach is because they didn't fix the fucking faucet before we moved in, like I asked 50 times, and I'm pissed about it. And all the baseboards in the bathroom are, like, peeling off. I'm like, guys, mm. you cleaned all of the walls. You're telling me no one noticed this. They're not this. peeling off. They just are off. Yes. And they're just yeah, basically just sitting next to the wall. Yeah. So They got a job to do. They're hopefully doing it's that rough. tomorrow. But enough of that. Chungos, how are you? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm ready for the occasion. I'm a, for the sake of the camera, I'm wearing a... This is Godzilla versus Huff, but a lot of fans will know this is the 1984 mm -hmm. poster with the with the extra long fangs, yeah. the lion's roar modification. That's when he got bit by a Dracula, and then uh, he started saying, "I want vamp, vamp Goji." Yeah, he was like, "I want to suck your tower," and then he just yeah, like suck the Super X. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be sucking um, on a big old chili dog. He would bite <laughs> down on the Wienermobile and just give it a big old suck. Instead of the train, yeah, for the train in the 1954 Godzilla. And then 84, he's got the fangs. Uh -huh. He can bite into flesh. He can bite into a hot dog. <laughs> he once turned King Kong, and King Kong got real pissed because he's like, well, I like hanging out on a tropical island. I was supposed to be mm -hmm. fighting Ebora or whatever that crab thing's name is. Whatever that was. Lobster. <laughs> it was a crab. Lobster. That thing has been on. It was up in his pubes, uh, so it was a crab. 
It okay. could also be an aquatic scorpion, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that would. Oh, I would never go in the ocean if that existed. Uh, He's got that's what a stingray is, bro. Okay, yeah, from yeah. a certain point of view. Uh, okay, let's do this. We take a stingray. We'll cryptozoology this. Mm-hmm. And then put crab pincers on it. We, we got to find a big old crab. And then uh, attach, I guess, like a me- like mechanics to bring its stinger up into a, a scorpion position. <laughs> no. Yeah. Why would you just said you don't want that? Yeah. Well, it would be cool if you go to a museum and you're like, whoa, we're at the mystery shack. Wow. Yeah. And then. Okay. I don't know. Its name is Scorpinox or something because he's from Beast Wars. <laughs> Scorpinox. And we've made a new animal. I'd like to see God get up on us like this. Okay. Let's challenge God to a creature off. And we keep making different animals and see who comes My up with the greatest shit. My existence is a challenge to God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kevin Smith has a very funny joke of like, God has a sense of humor. You look at the platypus yeah. and tell me he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Because that thing is. The it platypus l- is going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beaver mixed with a porcupine mixed with a poisonous porcupine mixed with a duck that lays eggs but is a mammal. I'll tell you, uh, kangaroos are really uh, frightening. Um, I think that's a pretty reasonable challenger as well, you know. They got like these sharp middle claws yeah. in their feet, and they can and, box. You know, they have like a, oh no! A lot of muscular. You know, if a, a kangaroo full power kicked you, you know your ribs would be out for sure. You know, <laughs> like your entire sternum, guys. All of that. This is what we need to see: Logan Paul versus a goddamn roo. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Yes, that would be a gladiator. <laughs> match. I really just want to see Logan yeah. Paul get the shit kicked out of. By anything or a kangaroo? Just anything. All right, guys, we should start tweeting. You absolutely, he would say like, hey, I'll do this if enough people tweet it. Yeah, the views. Just be like, hey, uh, let someone beat the shit out of you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, take a die. (laughs) (laughs) Because then you could start saying, oh, what, are you a pussy? And, you know, he thinks like that so yeah. he'd be like no i'm not a punch you gotta kangaroo. you gotta cater to their way of thinking i think this would be the only time PETA would be okay with someone <laughs> challenging a animal to a boxing match yeah rare event <laughs> except like the kangaroo would get disqualified because it starts kickboxing and then murders logan paul but it's still like an asterisk win mm-hmm. for humanity. How about that, uh, that uh, Godzilla X Godzilla. Oh, yeah. Guys, let's get into today's The Reason for This Season. Every single July, we do Godzilla movies. And last year, we had a double Godzilla mega feature mecha of the Showa era. And I was like, well, what will we do this? Oh, my God. There is also a double feature uh, th- the only continuity in the Millennium series right. is Godzilla against Mechagodzilla, and next week we will be doing Tokyo SOS. But let me let me give a quick little rundown of the plot just to let the listeners know what's what in Godzilla against Mechagodzilla. 
it's 1999 AD, and oh my god, it's been 45 years since Godzilla was evaporated in water besides the skeleton. But a new one's on the loose. Is this from 2000? No, because they don't mention Orga. It's weird. Where'd this Godzilla come from? Why doesn't Toho just commit? They're like a, a rom-com from 2004. <laughs> they can't seal the deal on the continuity. Yeah. And then they are like, we're going to make out of this skeleton a mecha Godzilla and a disgraced pilot who is very suicidal. Uh, oh boy, we'll get into that. She's like, I'll do it. And then uh, the man who made the Mecha Godzilla, who owns a daughter, says, I like you in a very creepy a way. Uh, and is. <laughs> he shoots a shot. Yeah. He is 22 years her senior. I looked it up. And that's Mecha Godzilla against Godzilla. The end. Yeah, uh, a wonderful movie. Let's get into notes. Or wait, no, first, Chungos, what's your experience with Godzilla? My experience with Godzilla comes from uh, Toonami. I think it's a TV program that a lot of, or TV block that a lot of people were familiar with. Toonami had the anime, had the the teenager shows uh, right before Adult Swim. And one of the really interesting things that Toonami did, they're mostly known for being in the 90s, but they carried over into the early 2000s, which mm -hmm. is uh, my childhood. And... He would do game reviews. Tom, the the host, like the robotic host of the show. And um, he did games like Spider-Man 2. He reviewed a handful of other games. But the one that's important right now is called uh, Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Melee. Hell this yeah. It's a 2002 uh, multi-platform game published by Atari. I think it developed by Pipeworks. Mm -hmm. And I'm a kid barely going into kindergarten or first grade. And I have an encyclopedia from 1983 about dinosaurs. And when I compare that information to dinosaur info today, I mean, you know, came a long way. For <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's incomplete skeletons and stuff, you know what I mean? Um, but the point being is that I only know about dinosaurs and I know about dragons and things like that. But I see this like extremely huge dinosaur. He's bigger than dinosaurs in books. He's got spikes and like, you know, I'm not sure if he's a real dinosaur or not, but I just know this guy is huge. He picks up buildings and he fights like other huge dudes and shoots blue and sometimes red breath at people. And it's like the greatest thing I've ever heard. Of, so. <laughs> you know, I get this game and then slowly like a like an orange that you're trying to peel with no nails. I'm trying to see these layers and I realize this is a franchise that's older than me, you know, mm -hmm. my, my grandparents and my great aunts know who God's, and it's like this, like mystical, like, is he real? Is he not real? Is he, is he, he looks like a person. He walks like a person. <laughs> <You know? laughs> my brother would say, Oh, Godzilla's a puppet. Like, can't you see the strings? And in a way, my brother was right. Cause Mothra yeah. is a used string. And there are times where Godzilla is a hand puppet. And there are times where he's used with strings, but I just, you know, he just had this real factor. And Go a lot ahead. of the times, his tail is usually always on a string. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it can That's move. But, yeah, you know, just seeing things like Super Godzilla on the SNES or the, the Raymond Burr. Uh, you know, it's the first black and white movie I had seen, um, 1956, King of the Monsters Godzilla. Um, just a great franchise overall. Uh, that that Toonami review was my catalyst for 
getting me in. Hell yeah. When you started talking about Toonami, I was like, did they run one of the movies? Was it a rerun? <laughs> yeah, it seems of... a little random. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's super dope. Mm-hmm. You guys could probably find it. Uh, you know, if you searched up uh, Destroy All Monsters Melee Toonami, mm-hmm. you'd probably find the segment. Hell yeah. Nicole, what's your experience with Godzilla? I'm kidding. But yeah, let's get into this movie. Uh, yeah. Who's got to know? Actually, I have a question. Is it Ghidorah or Ghidra? It's either. But what do you prefer? Ghidorah. It was until the 90s when he became Ghidorah, but um, in the Showa era, I do believe they called him Ghidra. Yeah. Exclusively. But what do you prefer? I probably said, uh, going by Destroy Monsters Melee again, like a lot of the, you know, they say Ghidorah in that one. So yeah. that was like the first time I had heard it vocalized. Yeah. Before. See, that's what I say too. Yeah. yeah. I say Ghidorah as well. I don't know. It was just like, because at work we got in a, a figure and they said uh, Ghidra. They like corrected me and I was like, bitch, it's yeah. both. Also, who has seen like almost all of the fucking Godzilla No, you movies? have seen yeah. all of them. I was them. like, yeah, you get have, the you fuck out of here. And they were just like, <laughs> okay. But that's all. It's like, no, it's Godzilla. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Godzilla. <laughs> the international releases that t- like the in Hong the Kong. The VHSs and stuff of that era. Yeah, the, the dubbing studio in Hong Kong that Toho used, they had like Australian-ish uh, American, <laughs> or uh, English, I apologize for saying American. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, they would say things like Godzilla. I think the... Uh, Which honestly I love. Like they say like H and Z. Yeah. What's it, What's their face? I love it. Um, Mr. Sunday Movies on Caravan of Gar- Garbage. Yeah. I think they say Godzilla. Yeah. Because it's Australian shit. That's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, anyone who's like, oh, but MF Doom says Ghidra, shut up. That was the first reference I, I mean, on the tip of my tongue. Because, you know, that's going to be a lot of people. They, I love Phasers. Phasers is a great song. You know what I mean? Um, that's going to probably be a lot of people's introduction to the King Ghidra, King Ghidorah, mm-hmm. King Ghidorah character. You know, you may they may not even make the connection that it is Godzilla if they haven't been familiar with you know the recent movies yeah mm. yeah but this movie is great i want to ask you guys something and yeah maybe you passed yeah. by it before um have you guys ever heard this movie get compared to um neon genesis evangelion no i have not it's a 2002 because uh there's it's like surface level connections i wouldn't say like one to one yeah ratio omg but um I there's mean, the idea of, of uh, yeah now that I've introduced the idea, you know what I mean? There's like some surface level stuff, like uh, yeah. the mother being passed away of the child. This is like a, a cyborg more than, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is it is it alive? It's mm-hmm. more like the armor is to suppress. It's like mechanical armor that suppresses a captured monster. And I know Godzilla's yeah. bones are dead, but he's still technically <laughs> captured. His bones are considered useful. You know? I just like but that But they use, said. like, the DNA. <laughs> yeah, the DNA computers, exactly. And then um, there's the similarity of when uh, they call him MSF3. MSF-3. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Kiryu, when he goes berserk, um, the solution they have is just to wait for him to run out of power. And that's like a similar scenario, you know, the, oh, the yeah. Evangelion robot going berserk and 
them kind of being powerless to, to you know, like a rage mode, the tears on the eyes, you know yeah, what that's, I mean? Yeah. He's yeah, crying. But if this is so much like Evangelion, why do I enjoy this but not Evangelion? <laughs> Evangelion, this Mechagodzilla movie challenges human emotions but not like in a direct, in, you know, like confronting the flaws of human mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's not like a forefront. <laughs> I think that's what makes Evangelion so difficult to watch sometimes because, you know, we have to be vulnerable in order to like accept the ideas in the show or watch the ideas in the show. Maybe not accept, but yeah. Evangelion's up there with like uh, blue velvet and shit like that. Of just like, why do people like this? But some people d- stand it. Yeah. And when you just look at like the the surface level stuff, like I like robots. I like that they're acrobatic robots. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then it, it's like that orange analogy I said earlier. You peel back the layers, you know, piece by piece, and then there's a whole water, a whole flood of. <laughs> things to deal with and you know i just i wanted it to be a pen pen show and that's it (laughs) (laughs) that's fair yeah was pen pen okay they never that's the worst thing about the the multiple endings like either the tv version or the movie version they never solidify what happens to pen pen and it's unresolved storytelling and that keeps it relevant because people still want to bring it up you know it keeps it keeps it a piece of culture you know where is Pen Pen? Hashtag that, guys. What about Barb? No. What about Pen Pen? There we go. I was hoping someone yeah. would have some hashtag that. Uh, what? Oh, yeah. What happened to, not Gibby, who's the youngest brother on Malcolm in the Middle? Dewey. Dewey. There, there was Dewey. like a, what, what happened to Dewey at the, <laughs> because there was a cliffhanger, I think, in one of the seasons. <laughs> okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd Google it, but I do not care. Wow. Let us know on a five-star iTunes review. Yeah. <laughs> the the best way to get interactions on a video is to say something false. Oh, yeah. So people will be forced to correct you. You know, then mm-hmm. you get interactions. <laughs> they <online>. have to. <laughs> that's uh, that's yeah. the real reason I say Power Ranger games suck. I actually love them. I just want the interaction. Yeah. Yeah, big brain stress. Yeah, that's <laughs> except, what it is. Except when I say, and if you comment on this, I will find you and I will <laughs> punch you so hard. Then they're like, okay, mm-hmm. he really, he does not want the interaction. He is being serious right now. I, I played the and game. And then James is like, why aren't they coming? Why, why are people in the <laughs> chat? <laughs> I played the Game Boy Mighty Morphin Power Rangers yesterday. It is a brutal ass trite shit game right <laughs> it's i hated it it's i at first i was like it's wow this one this one's great it, it technically is all the power rangers games besides maybe five are shovelware and one had like potential that was like you're so close to being a great game if i had the i'm talking about the pinball game that one wow is almost a great game it just needs to tell you where you need to be hitting the ball right it doesn't communicate the, no. the objective. Which, if that's in the manual, and because I obtained it without the yeah. manual, hey, that was yeah, you know, part of the times. But, yeah, enough of Power Rangers. It's Godzilla, baby. It's Godzilla time. This rain scene. How do you, do you, how do you guys feel about the, the Mazer tanks, the satellite dish blue laser weapon that the humans use on monsters? How do you guys feel about that? 
Why the fuck do it's they use bad. them? Yeah. It's bad. It sucks. The, my like main <laughs> issue is them using like satellite dishes. Yeah. You know, they give them cable feed. Yeah. <laughs> they show them a lot of bad TV shows. <laughs> I just, they never work unless it's yeah. to, you like chisel away at rock. There was also in they this. They miss and she yes, rocks. <laughs> they, they were just mowing down. They, you can see that they can lock onto shit. But, oh, shoot, I'm getting a phone call. I need to, unless it's urgent. But, yeah, Mazers, they they suck. So you can lock on. But they were just mowing down trees trying to get to Godzilla. It's that uh, Regenerator G1, baby. And also, no, what? No, oh, it's yeah. not. <laughs> gonna, is it? Okay, uh, Nicole, um, since you brought it up, uh, do you, I would assume, do you prefer uh, Regenerator G1 over Organizer G1? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. You know, it would be weird if the monster's name from that movie was like Rejorga or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Rejorga. You know, I guess it's just for the sake of the monster's name. But yeah. I guess Organizer G1 just sounds weird. Maybe it's just one of those translation things. It would just sound weird to say one to one. Yeah. In Godzilla Saves the Earth, speaking on the Pipeworks games, Orga is Love so... Orga is so OP. It just. Yeah. It's like a command grab. Like you just yeah. flip. Yes. Flip it's, somebody. Yeah. You flip someone and then do their like a shoulder beam and you can yeah. kill someone so quickly. Yeah, you fucking asshole. I, I. <laughs> just, you know, it is on topic sort of. But do you guys play the. You play on an emulator or. Uh, uh, we own. Uh, uh, Save, Save the, the Earth. Earth. Yeah. Is it for the original Xbox or is it for uh, PlayStation, PlayStation? Two? Okay, great game. Yeah, um, but I wanted to I wanted to bring up that the the Mazers in this movie are like this movie alone. If you've like never seen any other Godzilla, is probably the best showcasing for Mazers like in the entire. <laughs> you know, considering how they were bad in so many other ones, and mm-hmm. that rain scene. Um, they say it's at seventy uh, percent. You know. Um, effectiveness because of the rain and you know they they do exactly how you describe miss locked on mm-hmm. still this and then they shoot godzilla like in the chest stomach and you know doesn't do anything yeah and then they shoot him in the eye and then he's kind of like you know nothing ever really hurts godzilla for the military. but it was like a, oh shit like ah you know <laughs> yeah like a, you had me in the first half type thing, you know <laughs> i think he's he just he doesn't he's not hurt he's just pissed now yeah he just like reels like oh now you're gonna get it now you gotta take it (laughs) it's like yeah i was like if i was like godzilla is like as if like the same as like people getting attacked by birds or something yeah (laughs) just like that hurts get the fuck away from me (laughs) yeah and that's probably the best showcasing of Mazers, like, in the entire... Uh, they show Gyra later on in, like, stock footage. I, I, I think most people who have seen the movie, you know, would see it as a standout moment. But, uh, you know, they show stock footage of Mothra. Yeah. Uh, yeah, can, can I Gyra, comment yeah. on that? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> that yeah. is my first note. Uh, yeah, let's, let's... Hey, once Godzilla came, all these other monsters came. You know, the big three. Mothra, Godzilla... Whoever the fuck this is. Yes, they could. C-list, (laughs) D-list. They could have uh, other movies that had standalones. You could have had Rodan, 
Viran, yeah. uh, Baragon, Frankenstein. <laughs> and that's who that's who Gyra immediately reminds like, isn't that the guy who fought Baragon? You know, but he's, you know, the friendly green giant who yeah. fought <laughs> Baragon. Yeah. It's oh boy. It, that part was baffling. But about the rain scene, the reporter mm-hmm. goes, We're getting battered with rain. And I I feel like that's an ad lib. Yeah. It looks like a hose of rain, yeah. That's just the actor truly saying, like, why are you guys hitting us with so much rain right now? (laughs) It's just pouring on them, like, constantly. When they were talking about, oh, man, I forgot what the, like, it's like the EDF, the Earth Defense Force, or whatever it's called in here. And they were like, oh, it was founded in, like, the 60s to defeat. It's on your hat, bro. Well, no, this this is a different thing. Oh. Uh, oh yeah! Just do you have that? Oh yeah! Uh, you can get it on eBay. There, I think it's they're like fifteen bucks. That's worth, man. That's you know that's something else I would mention too is the the wardrobe in this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wear all the all the clothes, you know, <laughs> all the uniforms that they have, the helmet and everything. In the next movie, the hat in there, they also have that on eBay. I just I need to get one. The complete set. When you go to G Fest, if you're if you have one of these hats and another person does, it's always like, yeah, eBay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, eBay, yes. but, yeah. But they were talking. They were like, oh, we created this to defeat giant monsters. It has four thousand sixty-two members, and I'm like, that seems too low for an organization. Yeah, that, that's like a small time compared to like u.s military <laughs> even oh, so yeah. mcdonald's minimum oh my has thirty four thousand employees because there are thirty four thousand yes defense force <laughs> mcdonald's is is more manned than this has more manpower organization they're government funded you know taxpayer money <laughs> yeah come on That's guys funny. That's funny. You know, um, I wanted to bring up, too, as far as, like, artistic points of this movie is both of the creatures, I, I feel like, look their best in profile shots. Oh, like, yeah. Like, side view. Because this this Godzilla is a little... He's got some weird design philosophies. Like, um, he's got those, like, ridges on his neck, right? Like, you know what I'm talking about? He has, like, these, like, spine... He has, like, the, the gill, like, fleshy part on his throat, right? And then, like, the spiky a carapace part, you know what I mean? It's like he has football player shoulders. <laughs> I love his little ears. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're so cute. You can you can drop that neck in some onion dip and chow down. <laughs> wow. Because it has ridges. <laughs> yeah. Like ruffles. Yeah. Yep. yep It'll yep. hold the hold the dip. Good. <laughs> I, I love his little tongue. I think that he his tongue's mm. a little cutie. What? <laughs> he's a little he's a bit of a derp uh from the front um there's one particular shot near the end where he's walking towards the camera and his eyes are like obscured it looks really good there but the, this godzilla and uh this uh cyborg godzilla do look awesome from the profile uh, when mm-hmm. he roars upward for the title screen and the the blue lightning yeah you know godzilla you know has a on again off again relationship with with lightning you know <laughs> sometimes it's his friend and Sometimes he doesn't do good with it. What's what's your favorite Godzilla design? Favorite design? I would probably say Space Godzilla, huh? All right, hell yeah, Nicole. It yeah, is the, the coolest. He's got the chunker. 
oh, who who's my favorite? Yeah. Well, I do love Space Godzilla. It's fucking cool because it's got crystals on them. But I love the derpy Shin Godzilla with the googly eyes. Oh, yeah. I'm fond of Godzilla 2000, that design. Yeah, I would give that an honorable mention just because the the reason why it's so fun is because it's not the the status quo. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I could say it's my favorite and I really do like it, but it's like that you have to, you know, the status quo has to be established in order for you to like the sharp spikes, mm-hmm. the purple. And that's one of the reasons why I love Mega Gears is because uh the female protagonist in that movie gets so uh so up close and personal, you know, mm-hmm. grabbing onto his, his uh, purple spikes in that movie. I'm surprised you didn't say Minya. Oh, no, I'm su- oh. I was asking for specifically <laughs> Godzilla, not variations yeah. of Godzilla. Okay. <laughs> then we could add Godzuki yeah. <laughs> to the, Hell to the yeah. table. <laughs> we could add Godzilla-land Godzilla. Yeah. yeah. But this, this uh, design, I think, is... As far as I correct me if I'm wrong, um, the IDW uh, comics, this has become like sort of the baseline. Um, this 2002 uh, Kiryu Godzilla, I have a, a compilation, yeah. like a hardcover. It's the Godzilla Half Century War. Oh man, dude, yeah, I, I was going to once you brought up comics, I was like, what's his face? Uh, James Stokoe, or however you pronounce yeah. his last name. His art is so good, and that mm-hmm. is the best Godzilla comic. Mm-hmm. Half Century War is a short, you know, um, it has like good time skips in between every uh, chapter. Mm-hmm. Basically, every monster up to that point was utilized. Like, I mean, there might have been a few exceptions, but like if those pipe, you know, those Pipeworks games, I, I imagine are a lot of people's introduction. That entire roster is referenced, including uh, Hedora, mm-hmm. including some of the others. I, I love it. And they choose this uh, 2002 design with the... The sharp spikes, but not as prominent as 2000. And then they're like kind of like a crystally icy white blue when the the breath is turned off. And when the breath is turned on, you got the classic light blue. I just realized you can categorize and describe his spikes generally with Gatorade flavors. Oh yeah. my God. Glacier. Glacier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then 2000 would be the grape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But is it yeah, is it the true. frosty, the iced, the whatever the fuck they marketed those ones as? Oh, oh yeah, there's like glacier freeze and then yeah. like the white cherry. It was like <laughs> it looked creamy, but it wasn't creamy. It, it looked sure. cl- it was cloudy Gatorade. Yeah, yeah. off white. <laughs> I forgot. Gatorade. I forgot who was saying it, but they were like, yeah, you know, like it. It meant they got colder, and it's like no, they were just <laughs> slightly different the flavors. Technology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wish i could remember who said that yeah oh uh, we we got a we got notes to get through because mm-hmm. we are i think on the second uh, scene of the movie everyone like blames her for all those people dying but because yeah. they were like oh you didn't you missed or whatever and it's like but the mazers don't work so it wouldn't have mattered yeah. but everyone's still like fuck you <laughs> She makes a really strong impression in the beginning. Like, you know, her it's almost like her first line of dialogue. Um, she says, uh, Akane, um, I'll accept any punishment. You know what I mean? Like, she's not, like, trying to be, like, in denial of anything. You know, like, the full punishment, you know, I'll resent. And, like, that's, like, a pretty, you know. Yeah. Uh, a pretty strong first impression, in, in my opinion. Because it's, like, 
we don't have to go through that stage of like, you know, but it wasn't my fault. And then we have to have like the asshole committee, like, oh no, you're about to be demo. You know, it's just, she's just straight to the point. Like whatever you're going to do, like I'll take it. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like she's that's, like, that's really I know that it doesn't matter what I say like this. Yeah. Even if mm-hmm. she says it's not her fault, you know? Yeah. It's not going to yeah. change anything. Mm-hmm. Like, like Nick Cage in that movie, you know, the one about firebirds. <laughs> Nick sure. Cage. Is the best. Is it? Was it? Didn't that happen in Firebirds? I don't fucking remember. Yeah, I don't remember. It's a shitty movie. You're the one that brought it up. Well, I remember them him having to go into a a meeting with other people, and it's like, well, he be flying the Firebird, and he's like, you know. Yeah, what was he scream? Was he just screaming power? Yeah, and like fuck, probably. Guys, go over to Patreon.com forward slash MLM Pod. I don't know. I watch them and then almost immediately for most of leaves them, yeah. my brain. If they're on the bottom, it a blur afterward. Man, Firebird sucked. It I was, was gonna bad. say, uh, what did you get? Do you guys remember the name of the um, the animal that the the dad scientist is creating in the beginning? It's like that horseshoe crab. Creature. Yeah, he uses the cells. Yeah. Can he can like, I give some a rewrite to this that I I talked about, Nicole? They go in and they're they're all looking at this thing that this It's uh, a horseshoe crab. Well no, it's it looks a, like a Pokemon. Yeah, it's <laughs> that a, one Pokemon. It's a dinosaur. Yes. It's there's a name like, in that like troglodyte. Like paleozoic, fucking Paleozoic era. <laughs> so deep sea creature. Nicole, you ask you say, Whoa, what is it? And then I'll respond. So go. Whoa, what is it? Needs to be soaked in deep. That's what it is. Nice. Cause uh no thank you. If if creating these prehistoric it's animals an, because it's an underwater bug. Yes. I would like a scorpion underwater or <laughs> even whales. Whales scare me because they're so if Megalodon existed, you would never see me in any body of water besides yeah. pools, because I know a megalodon couldn't fit. A behemoth of a What about creature? a lake? Oh no, a lake! I, I I would be. Oh my god, they've evolved into freshwater megalodon. <laughs> Not like a Lake Michigan, but like a duck lake. Yeah, I'd still be scared. Oh my god, <laughs> it'd be you'd it'd be pretty much beached inside of it. I was scared of and duck still lake. Still trying though. to attack whatever's around, you know, even though it's flopping. Around. Yeah. yeah, duck lake is scary because of the seaweed. Yeah. It can hide creatures in underneath. <laughs> I think the last time I was there was maybe like 10 years ago. I just Duck remember Lake. like as a kid and everyone would be like, oh, yeah, if you go to the go out where it's deep, there's a fish that'll eat your toes. What? Like that sort of like, uh, what are those urban called? Urban legend. Yes, an urban legend type thing. I want a rural legend, you know, Jeeper Creeper. No. Scarecrow? No. I guess... That's some folklore. Jason Voorhees. He's a rural legend. Scarecrow is just straight up a Batman No, villain. Scare... I'm talking about the horror movie Scarecrow. Okay. And he's, he's like, thwip, thwip. I'm surprised you didn't go, uh, in Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam's your suburban. Uncle Sam. That's suburban, oh, Okay, Nicole. yeah, you're right, you're since, right. Since we're talking about rural legends, um... <laughs> we, we've heard about uh have you, have you guys heard about paul bunyan right yeah the, the lumberjack sure and he has a, a blue ox named babe right yeah sure, i know him 
So is it fair to consider Babe as a kaiju? Like yeah. American <laughs> kaiju against giant Absolutely. blue ox. A cryptid of sorts. <laughs> is it get the, get the stripes, the badge? <laughs> if Big Man Japan is a kaiju, <laughs> Paul Bunyan is as well. Also, if Frankenstein yeah, from Toho is. is a kaiju. Yeah. On with the next scene of the movie, uh, there's a... There's a part where he gets recruited, right? And I really like that scene um, with the, like a like a baseball um, player who takes a contract uh, on the condition that the child gets to sit in the dugout. And it's like, when it does like these like reaction phase, like that's like where the main comedy is from, where like, you know, um, they say their punchline and then they hold on the reaction phase for like really quick. So it's like, ah, you know, they have like yeah. this shock, you know. Um, I really like that part. And then... Uh, right after that, they he takes him, the uh, dad scientist character to the the meeting, like the committee, the the team of people. Uh -huh. and yeah. It has this roll call like moment where it shows that like you know microwave specialist, uh, cold physics. You know what I mean? Uh, I really it's like a like a Sentai roll call moment. I really roll calls are just really awesome where everyone announces their specialty. You know. Yeah, this is. But they don't though. It's just text on yeah, the screen. Yeah, it's too it's text. Oh, to me, that's good enough. <laughs> but I, yeah, I kind of like it. This is their big three, just like you know, Godzilla, Mothra, whoever the fuck that is, was. This is the crack team that they wanted to make sure you, the viewer, knew was getting together. Like these are the key players to yeah. create this huge ass mech. Cyborg gods, so cool. First up, microwaves. Next mm -hmm. up, low temp physics, and rounding it out, robot bugs. Those are Perfect. the three people they got together. Yeah. I one of my notes was why is there so much baseball? Uh, baseball is yeah, huge yeah. over in Japan. It's that huge. Was his nickname is Godzilla Gojira. Okay. It's kind of like a uh, like Money Mayweather, like one of the players out there just had Godzilla as his like sports nickname. Like that Ninja Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's There's... that arcade beat him up. Yeah. Uh, yeah I've they heard just of that. I don't know. They just reference it a lot in this movie. They show him like three times, I think. Yeah. Like when he's in his apartment, <laughs> he's swinging by himself yeah. in the blackout. Oh, just jumping real quick. That's another uh, comparison with Evangelion, the turning off Tokyo's power in order to, oh, to yeah, reboot yeah. the oh, mech. Yeah. yeah. Even though it's such a small thing, like text has such an impact on just, they could have easily just had those character introductions and then just voiced it over, mm -hmm. you know, but the, the text just makes it feel very, uh, very squadron. Yeah. <laughs> Special squadron. Yeah. That's what happens in a big battle squadron uh, from small soldiers. It's just archer, archery, <laughs> insaniac, mm -hmm. needs on medication. <laughs> uh, slam fist, don't let him near that genital. <laughs> Can I keep thinking? Frankenstein, who was a, had another name, um, one of the big three. Punch it and scratch it. Don't let them buy that genitals. And rounding it out, Oculus scared me as a child. That's a text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicole, I cannot wait for the end of September because we are watching for this podcast, Small Soldiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's finally uh, happening. Back on topic. Ooh. The dad, like, tries oh, to dad. just, like, sort of, like, joke with people and, like, make friends and everyone ignores him. Yeah, because he's a yeah, nerd-ass scientist. He shoots scientist. a shot all the time. <laughs> 
And I'm just like, oh, this poor guy. No. No? No. You're like, he does the dude. He does the whole, uh, if I win, I take you to dinner. And if I lose, I still take you to You take just, me to dinner. No, but like, it's also, it's not just her. It's like other people too. Yeah, it just yeah. means he's not interesting. <laughs> he, he's cringed out. You know, he gets cringed out by himself. He's he just like the dad of this place, basically. Yeah. And people are like, this is not... He's the only goofy guy, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, this is a serious situation. You need to just stop. <laughs> and and coming off of the dads, like there was the dad in GMK uh, 2001, and then there's the dad in Godzilla 2000. It's like, I think of, of those three dads, I think this would probably be the weakest one. Mm-hmm. Godzilla 2000, the dad is awesome. And the goated. daughter. Yeah, I goaded. <laughs> the, yeah. the girl in... I love... Yes. In two thousand is two thousand is awesome. Yeah. The only time they have ever done a child correct. Like competent and like moving the plot forward and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And speaking of And which, it was hard. Yes. I think we're both getting onto the same thing. It yes. was hard to get past this girl's all of the children being voiced by adults. It was because there is a moment when he's like, Oh, because you gotta we did eat. watch the dubbed version you gotta have your vegetables you gotta if you don't me i hate vegetables (laughs) yeah it's you gotta eat up so you can grow into your voice (laughs) oh okay they do tongue-in-cheek like that no they don't say that that was just james making a joke Uh, but also like the kids there is a scene where it's a bunch of kids all voiced by adults and it shows kind of how far we've come with these dubs because the Shin Godzilla dub is very good. And I feel like they always should have been having anime dubbers dub these movies. You mean like very professional? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of just, so, they must have gotten a contract back in because like this is like Instead old of just like movie yeah. making like a budget shit. For how much they can, you know, this budget has to be spent for the entire you know dubbing oh yeah that too probably limited Uh, but i feel like they probably in the 50s got a contract with a specific dubbing house and they were like Mm -hmm. "Oh, oh you didn't read the fine print we have exclusive dubbing rights for perpetuity forever (laughs) and it's like uh uh-oh uh that's not good it can't be redubbed you're just guessing Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm totally yeah. guessing. But working in a library in the military would be great. You get to not worry about really anything. It's just some people come in <laughs> and check out <laughs> books. Really any. Yeah, and you get to just yeah. work up, get your pension, and then retire. And, I mean, you know, people still research things that are military people who mm-hmm. go to school. You know what I mean? So it wouldn't be completely barren. But it's like even running the military gym, I think, would be more responsibility than yeah. running the military library and they talked about it on with Gorley and rust when they were doing cronenberg movies because he i guess in the 70s that's when a lot of canadian government 
buildings were being made. So they all have like 70s architecture, whereas in America, it was in like the 50s. All of that was being made. Yeah. So it like you see these like huge buildings that have this 70s architecture. And that's what I was getting from this library of like, I like this architecture that is going on here. And maybe that's why I was like, I would like working there. Maybe. Makes sense. Yeah. It connected to you on a design philosophy. You. And my next no is I own that hat. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. And we get a Rocky training montage. Yeah. Right after. Yeah. It's awesome. We also get this woman talking to this child is one of the saddest things ever. Because she says, I had a plant when I was young. It was my only friend. I only had it when I was young. Like, kind of like whiplashes back on, you know what I mean? Like, that's where the lesson jumps in, you know? Yeah, and then the dad's like, oh, yeah, she loves that plant. It's like her baby. And she reacts like, no, it's not, Dad. It's my mommy. (laughs) Oh, man. It is a little solemn, yeah. So um, there's uh, there's this character named Hayama who really gets upset with her because his brother passed away. You know, he calls her out and stuff. And he has to be, like, the person who has his arc. Like, you know, he... He changes and he accepts her over time. You know, mm-hmm. there is a line. I, I watched the, the the DVD sub, mm-hmm. and um, this I guess a lot of these DVDs came out around like 2004 when Final Wars was coming out and the Save the Earth game. But uh, he says a line in the translation. He says, "Well, the the daughter when the when the daughter sees her father like trying to like hit on Akane." Um, she calls him like a wolf, you know, in the in the subtitle, like in like he's hounding, you know what I mean? Like mm. like wolf calling or whatever. And then later on, Hayama says, uh, I think you're emitting pheromones. And that's the that's like the crossing point where where she kind of grapples him and like holds his arm behind his back. Like, you know, you're going too far. Hayama. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Emitting pheromones is like technically rated G. But, you know, I wouldn't <laughs> you know, if, like, if someone said that to my sister or whatever, I would like consider that extremely rude like oh, that yeah. is okay yeah you have to be grappled <laughs> you know what i mean even though it's technically rated g no cuss word or nothing like that but I yeah. was, you know i felt justified in that moment i think x that's x-rated of saying like you're emitting pheromones yeah. is <laughs> because that that just means like you're horned up that is yeah yeah it is a pretty big insult it, even saying like oh you're pretty horny right now uh, is feels less uh, a little bit jokey jokey yeah it feels less like clinical which then makes it kind of like oh that's all I can think is people pounding it out <laughs> less clinical yeah <laughs> yeah that is a good way to put it alright let's 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 start because we're at the hour mark we well, let's start pounding through some notes speaking oh, yeah. of yeah Um, I did want to mention that I really like how uh how how the like conflict i guess is written and like there's no no one i don't think like no one like asks her oh where's your boyfriend or like when are you going to get married like that kind of typical mm-hmm. bullshit her whole purpose is just this mission yeah and like they easily could have just been like Instead of the conflict being that everyone hates her because um, all those people died, they could have easily just been like, oh, well, we hate you because you're a woman. Mm -hmm. And I just Mm -hmm. really like that they didn't do that. 
it's like they're blaming her for her actions. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point to make as well. They should be blaming her for these actions, which are tell talking to a child and saying like, I'm suicidal. Can, can you be the, like my crutch right now? No, they're a child. <laughs> kind of putting that emotional weight. Don't do that. Yes. Yeah. And she has her own emotional baggage too. The child is not just like completely like, you know, I'll come for you. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I also like, I was like, this feels like, to both sides of me of being like, <laughs> mm-hmm. being like I want to die but then the kid is being like yeah but everyone everyone has worth and is yeah he's being alive enough yeah <laughs> yeah uh, but actually it's the three sides of you because the other is this plant's pretty cool that I take care Hell of yeah <laughs> this plants yeah my plant no both of them together are like oh, yeah. plants are my only yep. friend <laughs> I wanted to bring this up in the first battle. I mean, it's it's almost not even fair to call it a first battle because it's so brief. Would you think it's fair to say that Kiryu Mechagodzilla has like a literal trigger warning? Like he gets he gets triggered yeah. by hearing his son or son, grandson. I've heard people say younger brother, mm-hmm. whatever, however you want to interpret it. But I just thought that was so funny. He gets like this unique rage roar that's like, half mecha half normal godzilla roar it's it's really awesome i was thinking i i was glad it didn't happen but when godzilla roared if that triggered a sleeper cell agent in socks and he just started thwipping everything down <laughs> yeah just yeah. like kicking shit he's just like I DNA. You. <laughs> yeah he coats his little nails his claws and I guess tin foil because that's the only thing he can find around the place. Mm. So he feels like he's metallic. Yeah. And, and I was kind of thinking like from the perspective of like, let's say you're someone who watched like maybe you were in your, your early teens and, or maybe like 19 or so when you watched this movie and it came out, if you had seen versus Mechagodzilla two, Mechagodzilla, the show era, Mechagodzilla has always been thought of as like a ranged fighter. Like he just stands back and just yeah. shoots yeah. stuff. And that's kind of how Kiryu fights in this first scene. Like, he's just very stationary. Yes. So, like, you as a viewer might think, like, oh, same old, you know, freaking Mechagodzilla. He just has a big backpack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he shoots thinking, like, very passive-looking fighting. But then I just really like how it switches up in the final battle, where he really is, like, fighting like a freaking Sentai mech. Like, yeah. you know... um, the costume, the legs of these costumes, and most Godzilla costumes, with the exception of maybe Final Wars, they all got these chunker thighs, like yeah. these huge, Hell bulky yeah. waists. Uh, you know, three C's minimum, and uh, they got those BBK thighs, big, beautiful yeah. kaiju. Yeah, and Kiryu does like this, like acrobatic jump, where like he like it's kind of like a kung fu pose where he brings his arms up mm-hmm. and then he has like one knee, but it's so like, you can tell they were really like trying to get the most posability they ever could. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he can't, you know, he can't even bring his knee up to his chest. He's bringing it up as, as much as he can to do this dynamic hero pose. But I really love that contrast. Cause I was just thinking about that. I was like, isn't this like almost lame like he's just standing you know you just shoot him with the backpack and stuff you know what i mean yeah but they save all the tricks for the the nighttime battle and it's really it really feels awesome night stage night stage so when they were trying to figure out like oh what 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 went wrong with our mecha godzilla 
the dad goes to to his friend. He's like, give me your data now. And then the guys should have been like, okay, but what? Be specific. I have an entire computer's worth of data. What do you need? <laughs> it's they also tout like these are the fastest. I mean, maybe that's why they could like easily transfer it over. But like it, it, that also means they have so much space and hard drive, which is probably like a terabyte back then. Oh, my God. We have In a 2002. Whole, yeah. yeah, we have a terabyte. It's so huge. Small time today, huh? Yeah. <laughs> even though my computer doesn't even have a terabyte of memory, okay, I don't so think. I'm pretty sure you guys maybe have seen like this in meme compilations or like Godzilla jokes, but it's that part where Godzilla escapes and he's retreating, you know, right when the rage mode sequence happens. Yeah. Do you Have you guys seen what the character says in the suit, you know, where he literally, <laughs> like his pronunciation, he's like, Gojira sucked you know what I mean? Wait, what did he say? You you cut out a little. He basically, it sounds like he's like a, what's it called? A cognate. It sounds like he's saying, Gojira suck dick. Like, okay, I'm not, okay. even, yeah, I'm not yeah. even joking. Like, and I, I would see like, you know, Godzilla, <laughs> I, like, you know, funny meme, you know, funny moments in Godzilla, you know, compilation or whatever. And they just play this. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, what in the world is he even Say, I know Godzilla. Godzilla likes to suck wet panties of Mothra. Jesus, James. <laughs> it happened in that story. It did not. Look, real quick. Let's listen. Send that clip to me because Discord yeah. is cutting it off because it's too quiet. Oh, okay. But I'll, I'll just I'll plug the, it in. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really a, a weird standout moment. Yeah, I was like waiting for you to play it. I'm like, I think he played it, but nothing happened. Yeah. I could uh, I could play from the computer later on or whatever, but I just remember that just being a really weird like it's it's with that Leonardo DiCaprio moment where you're like pointing at the screen, like, oh, I seen that in the, you know, the, in the funny videos, you know what I mean? Uh, keep going about the uh, the DNA computer well, uh, asking for the data. I just wrote down they've never tried it. They try all these things like, oh, this will be finally the thing that like gets Godzilla to stop messing with us. This will get it to kill him. But mainly like, hey, what what can we do to make sure Godzilla stays in the water? Just everyone go up to him and start licking him. Lick him. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why not? Like if 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 you like went into a restaurant and then everyone sitting down came up to you and started licking you, what would you do? I would leave. Exactly. I guess from Godzilla's perspective, it'd be like if you saw a bunch of flies yes. rubbing their hands together. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You saw them all <laughs> on top of you rubbing their hands like, oh, what are you 200 flies doing or whatever? But what if, what if Godzilla thinks we're cute? And we start oh. licking him, and then he's like, oh, it tickles. Okay. You probably think it's cute when we, like, die. <laughs> like, oh, no. we're on fire. That, then he'd be like the Muskegon Godzilla. That's the one who likes being tickled. Okay. <laughs> I think it's super badass when um, I did not write down names of anyone, so I apologize. Same. Uh, I was cool. fucking tired. Yeah. When we watch this, the fighter lady just says, I, I, I fight everyone. And I was like, yeah, Fuck who yeah. is your enemy? Yeah, the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's also sad. <laughs> when that she's like fighting Godzilla in the end and she's like, it's, it's like a turning point and she's about to beat him. The daughter 
it, holding the plant, looks down at the plant and goes, you know, mom, I like her. She reminds me a lot of you. And it's, she, it, no, children do not talk like that. Yeah, that's, that's definitely an adult writing for a child. Yeah, I guess. A child wouldn't be like, Mom, this new woman reminds me of you, so I like her. <laughs> A child would just be like, slime, please. <laughs> but she, I don't know. I just like don't saw it this child. As her just being a serious child. Like she had to grow up. She grew up a friggin' screw Faster up. because her mom died and her dad is now a single father, if, but he's also like a scientist. Uh, no, no, no. And also the, a goofy guy. <laughs> in 2000, that girl grew up too fast. This girl is stifled. Like she is holding a plant all the time. Yeah, that's like her arc is like moving on past it. She's bartending while still having the plant inside. She was making coffee. Bartending. Yeah. She is tending the bar. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird, but at the same time, I was like, I would probably do that as yeah. a kid. Like, that would probably, I'd probably think that was super fun. Bob's Burgers, baby. Yeah. So there's this shot at the start of the final battle where Kiryu is being, like, deployed. And then I, I know they definitely use this shot in the trailers where they, like, disconnect him from the planes. Oh, yeah. And then he does, like, this, like, his tail is real fluid. It's all CGI. And he, like, rocket boosts. It's like from like his back perspective and it is just a really awesome shot. Like I feel like it's probably maybe where most of the CGI, like the the most CGI shot in the movie. I wish someone would like like remake the movie but like only the CG part so, you, so that it looks good. You're asking for yeah, a like, D-master. Like a, a 4K sure. remake of the... <laughs> Yeah, like parts. like they're doing, or like they did with the Final Fantasy game. Oh, wait, or a Condor Crew could do it. They do that Corridor. shit. Corridor? Yeah, Condor Crew, baby. <laughs> Corridor. Yeah. Because like, they should just do that with all the Godzilla movies. Hell yeah. The ones that use CGI. There's even like a part, like two specific parts in the final battle where they use cars for like really good scale. Mm -hmm. There's like a part where, uh, where Kiryu falls in the a construction site and you know he just fought like fucking face plants yeah onto it. <laughs> but they have a car like in the foreground like and it's like blurred it's like a blurry foreground shot mm -hmm. and it's like that car is like in representation of the whole construct you know the construction site maybe would have been like a block or two blocks away and the car is like directly in front of the camera mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and same thing uh godzilla like falls and his head is like next to some like little cars and stuff and it's just like wow like really, two really great shots that just show off the scale really well, you know. There are like, so many great shots yeah. in this movie. Mm -hmm. My the favorite was was Kiryu walking through just like a plume of smoke. Mm -hmm. My favorite was him dropping down from the sky, it, it silhouetted in the moon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is that is hero. That is very hero esque. You know, <laughs> he goes wee. And then like protector wah, wah, wah. of the night, you know, yeah. something like that. It's very much like the shadow, time shadow from Time Ranger. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. that is a great comparison. And that would have been contemporary, like at the time, mm -hmm. 2000, 2001 or so. Yeah. My last note is why would they not make the cockpit within Mechagodzilla be 
insulated for radiation. At least try to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they they thought that we would never like the manual piloting would maybe just be for maintenance. Maybe they never intended for it to be. Yeah. Because they, they control him remotely mm-hmm. for the most part. It's only like an emergency when they have to. That like if a normal person were to look at the the blueprints for this, it would be like the H.H. Holmes house of looking at it and being like, OK, yeah, but all right. Everything's sound. But I'm very curious, like, how come the cockpit's just like an inch thick of metal like shouldn't there be some <laughs> yeah. type of insulation there oh no no it'll be fine yeah it'll be fine if you're trying to like murder are you trying to murder people no i'm not trying to murder you know, people is this mechagodzilla kamikaze <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i mean it's very easy to, to write stuff off like that as like oh well it's a it's encoded in lead it has a lead alloy you know what i yeah. mean like it's very but it's like they don't you know you you prefer if they mention something like you know because it ups the like, stakes. I know. It makes it, it fulfills her storyline of like, I don't care if I die. Yeah. And you know how. And uh, then when she Kiryu, does care. At the very end, yeah. She grows as a person. There's a part where Kiryu stabs Godzilla with the, with the blade and then he does like the electricity through him. Yeah. Um, and did you guys notice this part where. When Godzilla takes the blade out of himself and he throws it behind himself, they play like a really comical like whoosh. No, you know what I mean? Like it almost it's almost <laughs> like slapsticky where he throw he tosses it like, yeah, whatever. Like that was a cute toy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like there's some comical moments, you know. Uh one of my favorite things is when they use the limp costumes because it's so it's like ragdoll, like yeah. you know. Like a 3D modeler program where you just like kill bind or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just really love that a movie, they can have like these themes about life and death or whatever, like, you know, almost welcoming death and feeling guilty about death or missing loved ones. And then they have these like sound effect driven when it doesn't need to be. You don't have to play a sound effect there, but they just still choose to do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other notes? Yeah, I think that's uh, the end of it. The, you know, the, the, fight ends during the day so mm-hmm. they say mm-hmm. kiryu's power is like two hours long so you can like theorize maybe the fight started at like 3 a.m and ended like at 6 a.m or so yeah i wrote godzilla leaves like a bitch <laughs> well he had a hole but in also, his chest I, I was does this mean that yeah. she's like stranded in the ocean though yeah oh fuck. they gotta pick up pick him up with the planes but True. seeing blood on yeah. godzilla is always very discomforting like it just gives you like that heebie-jeebies like oh no like you're not supposed to bleed bro you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like but it's okay it's at the end of the movie all right uh all in all what do you guys say if you were to rate this out of five stars on letterboxd what would you do four yeah four is a really strong you know if we're doing halves i would say four and a half like like nicole brought up like uh the main character akane her her background is i mean her friends dying in a Mazer accident is, like, literally her only background. Like, they don't go into, like, as she said, her parents, if she's dating anybody. And some people might consider that a flaw. You know what I mean? Like, it's supposed to be your main character, whatever. Mm-hmm. But besides some other comparisons, like, to the father-daughter relationships of other movies and yada yada, on its own, I think it's a solid movie with some Evangelion comparisons, references, homages. And I think that can that can sell a Godzilla movie better than other movies. Like, you know mm-hmm. that one that's similar to an anime? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's a cool talking point. It makes it stand out. I did rate it on Letterboxd. I gave it a three and a half 
And hey guys, check me out. Marshland Mullum. That's M-U-L-L-U-M. It's a palindrome. Palindrome, nice. Chungos, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank yeah, you so it. much. Yeah, I appreciate it. This has been a great chat. I think I got everything out of my system. <laughs> Hell yeah. Trying to get out. What you got to plug? I've got to plug a Twitch link, twitch.tv slash Chungos, C-H-U-N-G-Zero, and a Z at the end. Hell yeah. Check him out. Chungos is a good watch. What you been playing? We just finished Bloodborne. Um, that was Ooh. our most recent project. It was a, it was fun. The stream helped me out a lot. The chat. Some things I, I don't think I ever would have guessed. Mm -hmm. And I'm going into Ghost of Tsushima next. Another Ooh. PlayStation exclusive. Get our samurai on. And in between, uh, the plan is to do a sort of like Godzilla marathon. We were going to do Hell uh, yeah. NES Godzilla Monster of Monsters and then Super Godzilla and then finish off with the game we mentioned, uh, the Pipeworks Destroy All Monsters Melee. So that would be like a triple feature. I would try to showcase all the, you know, I wanted that to be like a bit of a special type event, you mm -hmm. know, like Heck an extended yeah. stream. So watch out for that and some PlayStation exclusives. And yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Oh, no problem. Nicole, what you got to plug? Ooh, I'm darling homebody on all the social medias, like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm also on Twitch occasionally. Um, it's a Twitch. Go to darlinghomebody.com to buy some creepy cute stuff that I make. And uh, 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 patreon.com slash darlinghomebody for a monthly sticker or magnet. Uh, yeah. Hey, guys. Head over to, I also have a Twitch, Nicole's also there too. It's mostly speaking Sentai. Right now I've, I've been playing Summoner for PlayStation 2, and that's probably, I'll probably be playing that until I beat it. It's a good game, but also sometimes a frustrating game, uh, but mainly a good game. Also, please check out other podcasts. Go over to mlmpod.com to listen to, or get links to listen to This Movie's Gay Mostly speaking, Sentai, you're already listening to that and hit it and crit it. Also, to listen to my rap music under Marsh Land Monster, you can download everything there. I also have beats there if you're looking for beats or you need just lo-fi vibe and stuff for your streams. Head over there. Yeah. Check those out and go over to our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash MLM pod, where you can get exclusive content such as Engage with Nicolas Cage, mm -hmm. talking about Beyblade the Toku Reading Corner, and Lil' Corey and I are going to be starting a new podcast called This Existed starting next month where I am showing – Chungos, you ever try to tell someone like, hey, you remember this movie from back in the day and it sounds very out there and people are like, that's a fever dream. And then you're like, no, this existed. Yeah, something that sounds unreal, but – it happens to be real. That's what we're doing. Like, if I said, did you know, like, Paul Walker was in a Disney movie where he was a surfer dude? You'd be like, that does not make With, sense. Uh, Robert England Robert and Eng Dennis Hopper as the <laughs> villains. Yeah. Okay, Dennis Hopper is the part that makes me say, is that real? And, they, <laughs> yeah. and what these villains were doing was um, controlling prairie dogs, a.k.a. P-dogs, uh, to <laughs> attack... They were attacking Mother, uh, what's that geyser, Old Faithful? Oh, see, this is a perfect candidate for your 
new exactly. uh, podcast yes. coming up. <laughs> that exists. That is a a trailer uh, hook line. You know what I mean? That is definitely. So we'll be watching that, which is Meet the Deedles. That'll be the first movie. I'm very excited about that show. Check that out. Patreon.com forward slash MLM pod. And let's give a shout out to our $10 patrons. But you only need to spend that $5, which also one quick thing. We will be releasing a pilot of a podcast that Nicole and I recorded in 2014 it is cringy. Yes. So that'll be out there as Get well. So let's give a shout out to the $10 patrons, starting with Steve F. Next up, we have Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour, Alex Z, the Waz, Orion. He's also a rapper. His name is Defo. That's D hyphen F O. Kayla, aka Two Grapes, Tyler Wright, and Elliot W, who is at Garlic Sunshine on Instagram. Thank you again, Chungos, for hopping along with us. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Hell yeah. Uh, I've been James. I'm Nicole. I've been Chungos. And this has been 2021's Mecha Godzilla double, double feature. feature. Double feature. See you guys. Bye. P. This has been a Marshland Media production produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit MLMPod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to Patreon.com forward slash MLMPod and sign up today. Nicole, talk real quick. Uh, Okay. All right. Perfect, huh? We got that hanging out. Oh, that's up. a nice poster. No, it's a tapestry. Yeah. Oh, okay, like the fabric. Yeah. The fabric kind. Yeah. It covers, like, that whole wall. Mm-hmm. It's a 60 foot by 8 inches. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> 60 foot. <laughs> Construction project, yeah. You're like, James, that's, that's a, a piece of tape you're explaining. A thick piece of tape, but... Yeah.